Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the ambassador of common sense, and I'm here with Dan, the ambassador of nonsense. Welcome everyone. It's been oh, a hey. eventful. Let's look at this before we get started. Okay. This is my granddaughter. Ah. Lisi. She's a cutie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. my see, my grandson was just here and he just left. Oh we yeah, you could have gotten him. Yeah. Hey, say hi, everybody. <laughs> I love baby cheeks. Yep. I could kiss baby cheeks all day. All day, yep. Um, so today, I, I it's kind of a good news segue into our subject because of this, this shooting. Where this, oh, at the school. This crazy lady who thinks she's a boy yeah. went around killing people. Um. I've heard, I get the main thing that prompted me wanting to talk about this was I've heard it from three different podcasters. Uh, one from Taylor Marshall, something of the same nature from Timothy Gordon, and I think it was from Dinesh D'Souza, someone else, that talked about the fact that um, Uh, people need to learn how to use logic. I mean, he was, Taylor Marshall was, was talking about one of these priests who was uh, advocating for um, trans priests or something like that, gay priests. I don't even remember what it was. It was, it had something to do with trans. And he said they used to, uh, they used to teach logic in school and they don't do that anymore. And I thought, I don't, well, I don't think <clears throat> that would help anything. I don't, and I don't think that, uh, <clears throat> I don't think that people need it. And if they did have it, I don't, I don't think it would actually help anything. And I think Timothy Gordon talked about, you know, he'll go over his, his homeschooling, uh, um, spew, you know, telling everybody that they should be homeschooling, which I agree with him. Yeah. And, and he would talk about things like, well, you don't need to teach all this stuff, which he's right. You don't need to teach all this stuff, but he acts like what you do need to teach is Thomism. And I thought, I don't think anyone needs to learn that. I think, I think probably science well, physics is more important than that, but, uh, I guess if you're going to go into philosophy, you should, but... Oh, breaking news, something about Pope Francis is being is hospitalized? Yeah, he's got some kind of heart problem. He's in the hospital. We don't oh, know okay. what it is yet. We can hope. Um, I mean, we'll, he's supposed we'll that to be on, coming out with something really bad against us real soon, maybe. You know, I God's heard that when I, I looked. I could not find any substantiated... Uh, sources on that. Yeah, but, and it's always podcasters who seem to have different inside information from the Vatican. Mm -hmm. That's really all it is. But nobody yeah. names any names or says any what, what documents are saying this or what. So, well, we'll get yeah we'll we'll get into we'll that get there probably during current events. I guess so, my contention is. That number one, 
learning logic doesn't actually help people uh, reach logical conclusions. Uh, and I don't even think maybe it's something you can learn. I, it seems like one of those things you either do it naturally or you never do it. Maybe it helps people develop arguments. No, I, I mean, I disagree. Okay. Um, as, as somebody who has, you know, yeah, you've studied taken logic in its courses. particulars. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it, it's, it, you know, with logic and even more so maybe with philosophy, I think there's the, the question of not whether somebody needs to learn this stuff, but who needs to learn it. Um, yeah, there's, you know, there's a certain amount of, of, like you said, that, you know, some people do logic kind of naturally. A lot of people do illogic naturally thinking that they're doing logic. Right. Um, whether, whether teaching logic in, um, say grades, um, I don't know, 10 through 12 or something. Yeah. Whether that can inoculate against that, I don't know. Um, but is it for somebody who's going to go on to say be a priest at the seminary college level, that their ability to not only learn it and and spew back the principles and and you know axioms and that kind of stuff, uh, but apply it ought to be one of those things that that maybe um, is a kind of a, a filter criterion. Uh, you know, if, if you can't think clearly, you're going to end up giving some bad, bad advice to people. Yeah. Uh, but if you can't advice. think clearly, can those classes actually do anything for you? Uh, in some cases they can. It's not a question of whether you can think clearly. It's a question of whether you've been taught to, to recognize what is, um, appropriate logical okay. progression. I mean, is not. it something like, um, in math, I can, I can picture what two plus two looks like and I can take more complicated ones like two times three plus four minus six. I can keep all that in my head, but I eventually the problem gets so long that I can't keep it all in my head at once. So you have to break it down into steps and just trust the process and know that the process is going to give you the right answer. Is it something well, like that? <clears throat> sometimes. Um, but it's, it's not really um, because a lot of that stuff, I mean, you know, if, if it's long and complicated, you can maybe work things out um, on paper and that, that kind of yeah. stuff to, to keep track. But um, with logic, it's more like, um, for example, just, recognizing the nature of a of a of a syllogism the idea that um it proceeds from a general and a particular into or, or from from two generals into okay. a particular like and if you if you don't get the you know how those have to line up you can invert a syllogism and come up with a very incorrect answer yeah um now, syllogism, most, most. See, I don't even know what a syllogism most, is. 
Oh, uh, that's like the, I mean, the classic example is, is all men are mortal. Socrates is a man, therefore Socrates is mortal. So you got the general all men are mortal, the particular Socrates is a man, and then the resultant particular Socrates <laughs> is mortal. Um, <clears throat> but some people might reason it the other way and reason that all men are mortal. Socrates is mortal, therefore Socrates is a man. Okay. Okay, well, that's a kind of obvious one. When you, there are things that aren't so obvious, but you yeah. can learn them in, okay. in terms of logical manipulation. And then if you've learned them, then it becomes obvious when you see other people, you know, saying the wrong thing. So that's the kind of thing that I'm I've talking got, about. I've got a couple arguments here. Um, mostly by example, because you know, anecdotal stuff. But, you know, when we do that rosary on, uh, we do a Zoom rosary once a week with all the different families. And um, I see, okay, it's rosary time. Some people go for a bowl and pull mm -hmm. rosary out. Some people pull mm -hmm. something out of their pocket, like I do. Uh, we say the rosary. Yeah. After the rosary, some of the people make the sign of the cross, kiss the rosary, put it back in their pocket. I see I, I see some of the kids do this. I see adults do this. It's very natural for us to do it. Nobody feels mm -hmm. weird about doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would bet that there's, there's some kind of two things. Number one, there's some kind of philosophical reason that we do it and that it's not a bad thing that we do it. And also some kind of uh, theological reason that it does actually do something good for us. And I'll bet there are words to articulate that, but, um, but I, I don't know what those are. And I kind of, I, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I never thought, I never spent time thinking about it very much, mm -hmm. but I noticed that the kids do it naturally. They don't feel weird about doing it. It feels right to do it. And you just, right. we do it. I don't think it's just because they grew up doing it because we did it in our family. I think, I think for a new Catholic they might see it once or twice and think, yeah, okay. And then suddenly start doing it because it yeah. feels normal. Doesn't need to be explained. Right. But in order for it to seem right. Um, at the same time, I recognize that if a Protestant comes in and sees this, they're horrified. And the first thing they want to do is say, why do you do this? And then explain mm -hmm. why you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and I guess a Catholic who can't articulate why we do it might, maybe they would change their mind, but um, it would, if you, tr okay, if you didn't know how to say why we do it, um, number one, you can rest in the fact that it does feel natural and it feels like a good thing. Mm -hmm. But also in the fact that it's done traditionally in the Catholic world. Oh, right. This These is two not things together are enough thing. 
to not let him slip into Protestantism and, uh, you know, and, and fight it, you know? Right. But what about the opportunity of um, not turning the Protestant away, the, the you know, there making is that. the path to him yeah. more open? Because I'll, I'll give you, a, and this is an extreme example, um, the how Catholic ignorance... And, and, and I think this is why maybe a lot of, you know, catechism for young people has um, been done the way it's been done with question answer type things. Yeah, yeah. But, but just an example of Catholic ignorance. Um, my wife um, was married previously um, and he had been raised Catholic. Um. I guess once he, I don't know, became an adult, I don't know, for whatever reason, even though his family's Catholic, he never really practiced. Yeah. Um, but, and, and this, you know, but the fact that he was Catholic was actually what, what made her annulment uh, really easy. Well, she at one point asked him um, about the sign of the cross. Well, no, she, she had heard the word genuflect. He thought that the word genuflect referred to the sign of the cross. That's it's a level a, of my genuflection. <laughs> ignorance. You yeah. know that. And of course she didn't even know that that was wrong, but she could see how like uh, completely ignorant he was of why Catholics do anything that they yeah. do. And it, um, deepened her anti-Catholic sentiments. Okay. Um, hey, can we see him on the camera? All right, I do have my grandson here. Oh, oh hey, 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 there he is. He's asleep. <laughs> so if I, if I kiss his cheeks, he's going to wake up. Oh yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I think it you know in the case that you gave, and I think this covers a lot of of Catholic habit cases. If people were just unashamed enough to say, for example, well, we do it to show that we love the cross, which you know, it's a crucifix yeah. at the end of the you know, or we do it to show that we love the rosary or something. It, just simple like that. In other words, a a yeah. um, a sort of common piety is right. is all that's needed. And if you feel comfortable in your faith enough to just say, "I can't tell you why, but it feels like the thing to do," and I see other Catholics doing it, so uh, I do it. Um, there are certain people who could never put into words these kinds mm -hmm. of things. Yeah, even, I, I, even if they were told the words, they, they right. They, they like, just you know. I mean, I know. I know Catholics who are way smarter than me, and I know Catholics who who can't grasp even really simple things. Who are just not not just ignorant, but stupid. Um, mm -hmm. We're all we all fit in. If you feel comfortable yeah. enough in your faith, you don't really have to worry about. And then when it comes to things like, 
you know, whether or not a man can be a woman, I don't think you have to learn against that. I think, I think people have a good, for example, I mean, you just, we just talked about the fact that you've been through all these classes or a lot of, Mm -hmm. um, and well, you know what? This is a bad example because we were raised in the same household. But let's oh. <laughs> talk about someone like uh, Timothy Gordon, who's got all these degrees on philosophy, as he tells people not to get degrees. Um, I just find that. Yeah, that's kind of ironic. He's working on a degree right now. Yeah, he's working on one right now. So, but uh, he knows all this philosophy. And I think if you, I think we agree with each other on more things than we don't agree on with each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think most of our thinking on, and and I remember even when he was with Taylor Marshall, I would hear them talk and I noticed that Timothy Gordon would hang back a little bit in this, where they would talk about, say, the documents of Vatican II. Um, Mm -hmm which would say things like uh, the Buddhist tries to do this by doing this. And Taylor Marshall would be like, well, see, Vatican II says that the Buddhist can obtain happiness. And it's like, that's uh, right. that's no, not what he said. Didn't say that. Yeah. That- and from the start, I, I'd hear this and I knew right away there's a problem with your thinking here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Later, once they broke up, Timothy Gordon pointed it out. And I was thankful that he did, because I always wondered, do you, do you think this too? I mean, grammatical parsing. Right. Mess up, mess up there that that a lot of people. Yeah. They don't even get the sense of sentences often. So forget about the philosophy or logic that follows. Right. He parsed out the, logic of it and talked about philosophical observations concerning this. But Taylor Marshall, who was misparsing, already had a degree in Thomism. So they came at different conclusions. It's the same conclusion I came to who, who, if you really wanted to uh, be technical about it, I've got a seventh grade education, but I could see it plain as day. Mm -hmm. Taylor Marshall's wrong. And things like this. Um, and I have no philosophy training. There are other things like, like uh, what's it, who's the Indian guy? Dinesh D'Souza. He often talks about different philosophers and um, he doesn't necessarily argue for them. He just talks about this philosophy. Yeah, he just presents them. This. And... Mm-hmm. I don't know this. I think it was, is it Berkeley who, who claimed that nothing exists? Everything is perception. Not, uh, my, or am I thinking of someone else? he is the guy, but, okay. but to be clear, my understanding was that he, he wasn't claiming that it's that way. He was claiming that we have no way of knowing that it's not that way. Okay. But regardless, so what? whatever, I know that I remember thinking that, in the like fourth grade 
sitting <laughs> back like, thinking, what if none no, of this is real? I really don't have it's any just... way to prove that I'm sitting here. Yeah. This is childish. Mm-hmm. And it's in philosophy, and people spend honest time going over it. And it's like... And writing about it, and yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, I think most of these things people could do naturally and and arrive at the same conclusions. What's more, all these philosophies that don't really make any sense, that depart from, say, Thomism or... Um, really depart from Catholic theology. Yeah. Um, they... They are always a waste of time. They don't do anything. That's yeah. For you. Yeah, I mean, other than having a enough, the only value I think anybody could get from studying these, and I'm and I completely agree with you here, is the ability to have already engaged them, so that if you're talking to somebody else who buys into them, yeah, you already know where they are so that you can maybe more effectively sway them towards um, a more true philosophy. And and then hopefully towards a Christian, you know, Christian uh, uh, spirituality. Learn them so that they can sound smart or something. But, and and there, there have been several times when um, I will, even on this podcast, there have been times that we, address some subject and I'll describe I'll describe a way of thinking about it or a way of understanding it. And then, you know, a month later, even a week later, I'll hear somebody bring it up on another podcast. And mm-hmm. oh, lo and behold, there's a name for that, what I was oh, describing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, I didn't know the name, but but you're already you already knew you don't mm-hmm. need to study to to learn the conclusion and how to think about stuff. I guess that's my, that's what I'm saying. And we don't, if a guy is gay, he's arranged, he's arranged his understanding of the world a certain way that will make it okay for him to be gay. Mm -hmm. If he took a course in logic that wouldn't change his mind. It wouldn't change. Yeah. It, it's. And I think. Even I, if he it, could apply it, he would apply it just to. to yeah. In, because that's know, what he wants his to mind, be. Validate his sin. Um, Which is what you've talked about when it came to the fall. Um, we had the will subject to the intellect and the passion subject to the will. Mm-hmm. And it flipped that around to where. Your intellect is sometimes subject to your passions and your will. And I think that's what happens. And the passions often override your will. Yeah. And it happens with all of us. I mean, a lot, we Mm -hmm. all make excuses for stuff that, you know, we think of later and it's like, well, that was dumb. And often it's, it's, it's interesting. And I guess it's, it's also um, a, tribute to to god in in terms of how he designed us because those of us who grow up in christian habits of of living and doing we will often do something because we're habituated 
to do that. It's it's not that we have acted in a way that that has that intellect, will, appetite, ordering correct. We just, you know, somehow that the appetite happens to be what our actions should be at the time because we've been habituated in that. Yeah. But then only after the fact, we then justify it in Christian terms. Yeah. So it's like, like God, God knew that we were going to fall and therefore he built the human person to be able to be habituated that way because otherwise we would be much more of a mess than we are, even with a Christian upbringing. Yeah. So, so I guess, but here's, but what but is the me, answer though? For let, let me push it out a little bit. Okay. So, okay. so first of all, we, we could ask two questions. One of them is for any given person, does it benefit them to have studied logic and philosophy? Um, maybe, maybe not. But then if you flip it around and say, is it a benefit to the world to have people who are schooled in correct logic and philosophy? Then I would have to say, well, yeah. But that's yeah. not the general pop population. That's that's not necessarily every school kid. Yeah, I would agree with that because if nothing else, it's good to have this stuff lit, written down and, and recorded. The, the, the way Thomas Aquinas, of course, he took it a lot deeper than we could ever take it, but it's there. He explains it all so that if you're thinking about something you don't understand, and can't reason out. You've got not only a guy who was a great thinker, but also mm -hmm. a saint to turn to yeah, and say, "Well, why does this?" Probably reasoned most of it sense? out before. Yeah, right. I have to get up and do something real quick. I'll be okay. right back. All right. All right. <clears throat> I took the opportunity to go to the bathroom. So bingo got canceled. That's why there's people here all the time. Oh, that's where there's people walking back and forth. Hold on. What? <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. It used to be on Thursdays, but that was in Pregnancy Problem Center, did it? I don't know. They don't do it anymore. So I don't know. No one's been right. bingo in this house for like years and years. And then they suddenly and all decide to go to bingo. Well, I don't think, like, my daughters have ever gone, you know. Oh. It's been that long since Vicky went. And they're not so they're like, hey, let's go to bingo. So they, wherever used to have bingo doesn't seem to have it. And so, mm. oh, well. Bingo, okay, so, dropping it. But, you know, I, I don't know how much, I, I guess it still comes back to your question. I mean, can you really inoculate people against bad thinking? Because I, I think about things like, um, like the Democrats, how they always yeah. want to promise things in order to get people to vote for them. And the majority of American people don't think clearly enough to realize that they're bribing you with your own money. Yeah. And that you, and that in reality, a lot of what they promise can't even sustain. That that 
you know, you're, right. the whole well, thing's going to crash eventually if you gave the Democrats everything they asked for. And communism. Exactly. How, yeah. how can they fall for that? I mean, but do, does I mean, if, if they all had to learn logic or philosophy, um, let's say if that might help if everybody was fully, um, I guess, if concupiscence didn't exist, if everybody right. still had that proper ordering of right. intellect, will, appetite, uh, but they don't. And so it, it really wouldn't matter to, um, you know, it, it'd be better for people to get out and, and, you know, do some work, even, even as kids in school, if they had a lawn mowing job or something like that, learn a little bit about economics and, right. or something. Um, on the other hand, it's telling that um, certain ways of thinking are outlawed by the tyrants, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, in communism, I, I, I don't know what was that. I just know that certain things were outlawed. You couldn't teach it in school yeah, yeah. because it naturally led people to realize, oh, well, communism doesn't work. Or whatever you know, so it's almost like the the problem isn't that they're not teaching the right stuff in schools. The problem is that they're untraining kids. They're untraining yeah. them to think clearly. They're teaching yeah. them to accept even the, the bad logic that even most normal people would normally reject. For example. Yeah, I it, it's For a example, different the, kind of problem. The math courses nowadays, you know, I'm trying to help my kids with their math homework. And it said, mm -hmm. they keep saying estimate. And yeah. it's like, this is a small problem that even a Just kid calculate his head. Why are you going to estimate that? Why, why would you estimate? And, and then like, if you, if you calculate, you get the answer wrong. Yeah. Oh, and, no, no. We told you to estimate. You have to be a little bit off. It makes no sense. Yeah. And, and the way they take kids through the process of things like, um, you know, the multiplication, you know, we had, remember the, the table where you had mm -hmm. the numbers dropping down, you'd add a zero. Yeah, and you have to keep your columns straight and everything. <clears throat> then add the decimal point mm -hmm. for the number of times. You, anyway, um, right. that, that worked, but that's, they're doing it different now. Oh really? They, I think changed. How I think that was it. Works? It was one of those normal things that I, I maybe it was division. And, and, oh, okay. and I was I was trying to help him. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's doing it this way. I'm like, well, that's that that's seems hard. dumb. Yeah, let me, Here, let me look. show you the way that always works every time, every situation. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see it with your eyes, and you can see how the division is working, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they don't teach it anymore, which I, hmm. I don't understand how we arrive at these complicated equations when we're doing things like making computers or making stuff that's going to go up in a satellite. I mean, you got to have pretty precise math. How are we yeah. getting those mathematicians if this is what they're teaching them? Well, you know, know, they're teaching that now everybody who's putting satellites up had to learn it the old way 
Right. We're our generation is the one new, but like yeah, I mean, eventually, the, the are they going to estimate where mm-hmm. that is in the sky? Yeah, and then it's like <laughs> estimate it. Shit's going to start falling out of the sky and burning up. <laughs> that's that's like like the the college professor uh, had his class. You heard that right? Design an airplane. No. And they, you know, broke up into groups and one group did the avionics and one did the, the aerodynamics and then another did the engines and then the landing gear and they had all the different. So then after the class, you know, the end of the um, term, he said, okay, we're all going to go on a uh, vacation now. So they all go to the airport and they get in, they go on a plane. Yeah. And while they're sitting there, he said, we have a special announcement. This is the plane that you built. And so one by one, the kids all get up and leave. <laughs> and the professor's still sitting there. <laughs> I've never heard that. And the uh, uh, captain comes back in and says, well, everybody else left. or They don't seem to have very much confidence that their plane will stay in the air. Why are you still here? He said, I was these kids' professors. This plane's never going to get off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, I don't... It's, but it's kind of like that. I don't... Uh, it seems almost like college nowadays is just a... I, I'm sure they learn something, but it seems more like a vacation for rich kids or a way to put off going to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to work yet. I'm going to go to college for a little while. Um when I see college kids, that's kind of what I see. But maybe it's always been that way. Maybe that's really got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, what about like, okay, so you made a comment that, that science might be more important than, say, philosophy. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of kids get into science, and especially in, in today's world, it's it's kind of a, a siren song for kids and, and environmental science to start thinking well no that that that's not what i mean but to start thinking that science is all there is and can teach yeah. you everything that you need to know and so they conclude because for example science doesn't um doesn't have a place for god i mean science by its definition is is naturalistic in its target investigations and so they conclude well, okay, then God's not real, so I should start living as though God's not real. Um, I mean, don't you think maybe a little bit of, at least at the high school level, maybe at the college level, certainly, you know, for kids that go that route, a little bit of um, of metaphysics to um, yeah. ground the science might I would- help with that? I, I would I would think it probably would, um, but I don't even even then. First of all, if they're taught what science actually is, it's just, it's just the study of things. And well, that's true. If science you know, were taught correctly, that it's 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 when the teachers of science overstep their bounds, right? That the problems like, arise. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna study how this airplane stays in the mm-hmm. air. It's not that God's not involved. It's just that that's mm-hmm. not what we're studying. And 
So if we're going to talk about, I don't know, causation or something like that, somebody had to build the airplane. So all this wonderful stuff you see around here, somebody had to build it the same way we built that airplane. It doesn't just happen. But um, I think if you're already in school, if you're already in college learning a bunch of other stuff, it seems like, yeah, that would be part of it. Um, and then on the same token, though, there's nothing in science that denies God. No, exactly. It all agrees with God. Maybe some some science even leads you to God. Kind of is points points that way. Yeah. Yeah, but nothing denies God. If a college student were going to college and felt comfortable in their faith and didn't feel attacked, I. I don't think that would necessarily lead to them losing their faith. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. Maybe I guess because, like I said, it seems like what a lot of those classes do is is either teach kids or make kids think they're being taught how to argue how to argue your point oh, instead of right. how to arrive at a conclusion. It yeah, seems like yeah. that's what a lot of it is. And I'll hear I'll hear kids, you know, use these big words to describe something. And I I just don't say anything because I don't know what they're talking about. And then I go back and look it up and I'm like, what? They're that's misusing true. the word. That doesn't yeah, that's not, not what it means. Not even uh, this, saying it right. Mm. This guy's an idiot. He just heard it in school. Mm -hmm. And maybe even a teacher told him this. I don't know. But. They're dead wrong. And maybe it's just because he didn't feel comfortable in his faith enough to, or, I mean, let's face it, college is, is a, most people in college are at that time in their lives where they want to kind of experiment. Um, you're breaking away from mom and dad's things, so maybe. Oh, no, right. And, the, and you might see your faith as part of that. Yeah, and, and you've got. You, you've got all these arguments around you telling you why it's okay not to believe in God anymore. And so I guess maybe if you're going to have that against you, you need some way to defend it. But if, oh, no. if culturally everything wasn't so much against uh, Christianity... I, do, I don't think it would be necessary at all. I think people mm -hmm. would do these things naturally. I don't, of course, I don't know what the answer to the problem is. When we talk about a bunch of people who honestly think that a man can be a woman, yeah, then their, their own eyes, they, that, well, that's, they that's can what see. I was trying to say. It's like you were pointing out, you don't need kids to go to school to learn logic and philosophy to see the obvious yeah, uh, ignorance and, and stupidity of the statement that a man can be a woman. But yeah. somehow at school, kids are being taught to stop using their brains. Yeah. It, it's like if you, if you get them out of school and don't teach them anything, then in terms of uh, just the, the knowledge about the world. college kids. 
Well, I was in terms of knowledge about the world. Now, now skill sets for like jobs and that kind of that's a, that's a different kind of thing. But in terms of knowledge about the world, if you just take kids out of school and don't even teach them at home, they'll be three steps ahead of everybody who's in school. Yeah, who's being taught to switch their brains off and yeah. to ignore the obvious. Little simple things they would notice. Oh, girls seem to do this a lot, and boys seem to do mm -hmm. this a lot, and just little normal the kinds of things you hear when you used to listen to sitcoms and stuff the the, oh, yeah. the observations about the sexes and about marriage and about work and all that stuff you know they could at least see that the college kids nowadays can't even see that they're they're afraid of that and you're you're damned for saying it when it yeah, used to be yeah. just a, a comedic part of life. It's, and it's, it's kind of, I mean, a lot of them, um, they even can see it and they're afraid to act as though they see it. So yeah. It's like, it, it's not just that you're, um, sort of subtly tricked into turning off your brain kids now. And, and I think this is happening in, in more explicit uh, fashion in lower and lower grades are being shamed and and bullied into turning off their brains. Yeah. You know, another part of this is um, I don't know how to put this in a way that's not going to offend some people. Men just seem what to we be... We worried about offending people. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> Men seem to be more logical in how they draw conclusions. It's just than women. And, and women often involve emotion into how they come to a conclusion. And men don't as much. So when you've got the colleges pushing for more women to be in college and to take over companies, um, you end up having less logical conclusions being reached because mm -hmm. I think it's a temptation for some women to, to come to a conclusion based on what they feel. And, and, and now it's being encouraged to deny what you think and, and accept what you feel. Unless yeah, and what I you feel is logical, but well, there is a lot of that going on, um, and even men in you know in schools are encouraged to kind of approach things that way. But I think it's it's you know even to say you know what you feel instead of what you think, um, it's deeper than that because a woman will have a a narrowly focused. But nonetheless, within that very narrow focus, um, justified in intuition about how something should be. Okay. And, yeah. you know, when she's a mom, she uses that in her home. It's like, okay, you know, uh, certain things should be a certain way that these two brothers shouldn't fight. So I'm going to break them up and, you know, the, um, <laughs> they take turns for doing this. Take turns for example, or something like it. that. It, um, and, but the thing is that that intuition is a, it's meant to be narrowly focused. 
in the moment. Um, And a lot of times a woman will, in the exercise of that intuition, come up with decisions. And you see this in the home, I think, all the time Mm -hmm. that, okay, from now on, we're doing it this way. Why? Because in this moment, this is what is needed. This is the thing that can produce the outcome that her intuition correctly tells her should be it. But the broader decision, well, okay, that's not going to hold up for two weeks because it's not really workable as a long-term plan maybe. And so it evolves and changes into something else. Well, I think that same dynamic can often be what is affecting women's decision-making in the workplace. And, and so it's, you know, you, you say how, how you feel rather than what you think you're correct, but let's at least give, um, it's not just pure emotionalism. There's something right. deeper going on there. And what is going yeah. on is a good thing for women to have. It's not like, mm-hmm. like women are silly hearts and men are, you know, right. logical reason. You know, it, it's not quite like that. And men have that same intuition. They're just better at turning it off and shifting the focus broader and saying, okay, wait a minute. Does this really work? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, for so, example, um, you know, uh, because she can say, you take turns riding in the front, but you can't take turns at being a president or leading a company yeah. or that. That's not how you do it. The The guy best suited should do it, period. And the guy who's not suited shouldn't do it at all. Or, you know, I'd be interested or, to or know whoever wins, you know, you know, like those banks that went under the, mm-hmm. just recently. Um. I'd be interested to know how much of their executive board, executive staff, whatever, are women versus men. Yeah. Because that to me seems exactly that kind of thing. Oh, wait a minute. People who are disadvantaged ought to be given a chance. Yeah. Okay. That's an intuition. Right. Um, it's an extension of an intuition that would work very yeah. well in the home. Okay. So then you turn it into a policy well, we're just going to lend people who don't have the way, the means of paying us back the money so that they have a chance to make the means of paying us back. And then your bank ends up going. Yeah. And then on top of that, giving $70 million to uh, Black Lives Matter and things like that. (laughs) Institutions who, who fundamentally would have your bank disbanded anyway. Yeah. Uh, or subsumed by the government. Yeah, you're right. And then if 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 those same women were told if those same women in their college years were taught uh, a way to parse this out logically, mm-hmm. would they do it? Would that I don't think they make would. a difference? I don't, I don't if, think that would. If make it's a acceptable for for them to do what they're doing, you know. Yeah. Because, like you said, yeah, okay, it's not an emotional thing, but there is some kind of intuition there about mm-hmm. about the way the world ought to work, uh, especially in a smaller focused setting. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you go broad with that, or or when you pass that on to people who aren't necessarily cooperating with each other. It's like, well, now you're just, that's just mayhem. 
Yeah, yeah. Men men will try to apply immediate decisions based on broad considerations. Women will make broad decisions based on immediate considerations. Yeah, that's as, exactly as really true. kind of the difference. Right. Yeah, that 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 says it all concerning that. Um <clears throat> so what about other things? I mean, okay, philosophy and logic not necessarily the panacea that say Timothy Gordon you know thinks they right. are at least certainly as uh, for the general uh population mm-hmm. what ought to be the sort of the baseline education for children let's say up to the age of i don't know 12 yeah. or 16 i mean i think math i think I math think, at least know, basic math I don't know I think, about, you know, mm-hmm. something the deeper math like algebra or geometry. Although maybe there are things that I could do better if I had stuck with something like geometry. Um, I'm I'm convinced, and and here's this is this is the uh, unintended and maybe unseeable um, effect theory that I have, and and this is Mm -hmm. why I am always a strong proponent of a lot of math. I believe that there are ways of solving problems in the world, in life, in, you know, situations, in relationships, even Mm -hmm. not, and and don't hear me say relationships are reducible to math, but ways of approaching things, ways of seeing things that use neural pathways in your brain that are opened up and reinforced by learning various kinds of math. Okay. It's like you'll learn the math that trains your neurons to be able to do certain things. And then those neurons go to work in situations that have nothing to do with math. I'm a big believer in that. I can see that. I'm a believer that the same thing occurs when it, and this is way out of vogue today. You probably are, would even disagree with me. I believe that the same thing occurs when it comes to memorization. I think especially younger kids up to the age of, I don't know, eight, nine, ought to be made to memorize a lot of stuff. And I know that goes exactly against what Timothy Gordon was saying, that, yeah, it's, you're, you're just memorizing a cereal box and being asked to spit it back out with a lot of the stuff you're learning. Well, okay, maybe there are ways in which that's not so bad. Yeah, especially history. Um, because history does repeat itself. I don't think everyone needs to be a history buff, right? But it's good to have a somewhat, somewhat an understanding of how this country was founded and why it was founded, and, and what why, we had to go through to get here. Not only that, but I think a broader appreciation of um, what the founding of, of our country specifically. Now this is, this is targeting Americans and, and mm-hmm. not children worldwide, but our country specifically um, its place in history, why its founding was significant and unique, a sui generis among everything else that had ever gone on in the world. Right. Like if you watch, um, the King and I, 
the king of Siam or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's that part when the kids are saying, uh, I don't think Siam is this small and this country is this big. I think we're the biggest country in the world and they're all jumping. Well, yeah. when we say that this is the greatest country that was ever founded, uh, we don't, we're not thinking that that way. We're not just being quote, fake yeah, patriotism. A, uh, we really believe that. And there's a reason for it. And, and there's knowing, but okay. So you learn about the founding of America, but I'm not saying the dates are important, but it involves dates. Yeah. And if you're going to line things up in your brain about mm -hmm. how it went, you have to know something of the dates. Right. You know, and that the same way uh, you can learn how to multiply. But when someone gives you a more complicated problem, it's a lot easier to do if you just look at and say and know that two times two is four. And, mm -hmm. and not have to think about what it is in yeah, order if, to get to the next step. If you're trying to do a, a long multiplication, you, you've got, you know, three numbers times three numbers. And you're yeah. still at the stage of, oh, wait a minute, two times three. Let me draw two sticks three times and count them to get to right. six. You're never going to get through that. Right. So memorizing first the addition tables, then the multiplication tables. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It, mm -hmm. I think it is important, uh, especially if you're going to learn the next step. Because when you go to the store and the cash register breaks down and you're sitting there trying to figure out what the guy's change is, but you don't know basic math, it's irritating and it's yeah. show a show of how well-trained you are, you know? And, and if you have any... Um if you have any appreciation for anything, it's embarrassing for you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're not embarrassed by it, you should be. You should be. Now I, I'm extremely slow in math. I mean, I'm slow in everything I do. So, um, I'm kind of a, usually instead of myself. standing there staring at it, I'll just grab a piece of paper. I'm sorry. I got to do this on paper. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you should, you should know how to do it and not have to draw little circles for each <laughs> problem. Um, and memorization is why you do that. You do have to. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I think uh, English is pretty important, too. I think a, an understanding of the yeah. language. And, and, and an understanding of the language that focuses on. And, and I know that there's the cliche well, language is always cha changing anyway, so why do you bother to learn it? But the well, thing is, you know, wherever it is that that you are in that stream of language changing, okay, but mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll accept that. But the point is, you need to put a peg in the ground and teach the language as grammar because right. language is an expression of grammar. Language isn't the grammar itself. Grammar is the relation of thoughts in your head and how you move those around and, and, and set them in proportion to each other and so forth. Language is just an expression of that. But if you don't learn, if you don't use the language as a um, sort of a, a 
looking glass to reach the grammar and to understand it as grammar, then you don't develop the ability to think clearly the thoughts that you want to try to give some kind of right. expression to. Right. It's not just being able to express it, but being able to understand it. You have to do it in in language. You have to do it in yeah. with words. Uh, you would understand very little if you didn't know the, a language. It would be almost impossible to think about anything. Yeah. Uh, and so if you learn English and you have the words, but your your grammatical sense of them is very poor, well, guess what? Your thoughts are going to be very muddled too. Yeah, I knew a um, I knew a guy who uh, his mom was <clears throat> deaf, mm-hmm. and she knew sign language, but and I, this may have changed. Sign language was so poorly developed as a branch off of the French uh, language that she often could not express herself, even though she, she knew sign language and she knew a little bit of how to read and write. Right. But many things she just couldn't express. And mm-hmm. a lot of things she couldn't understand when he tried to explain things to her. And so it's that, look, if you, if you don't have, if you don't have the language to express it, or understand it, and then you don't know how to express that once you have the language, it's it's just going to make you dumber. Yeah. Okay, so we've reestablished math is pretty important. Yeah. History is important, especially for History. Americans. L- language, and then I don't think we can leave science out of it. I don't think so either. And not just one or two okay no i i know every high schooler or actually we did it in uh 7th grade i think learned the uh the the chemical process for plants turning into sunlight oh photosynthesis into yeah, yeah. It, it, it made no difference to me then it makes no difference <laughs> to me now but we do have we should understand that the leaves are what catches the sunlight and turns it into something the plant can use Mm -hmm. that. So when we plant a garden, we know what to do, why to do it. Um, Why, why it needs water, how it gets the water. If we think it comes through the leaves and, and these are basic things that you would probably pick up anyway, but I don't know. I think without science, a lot of kids, a lot of people, I would say kids, would just assume that you squirt water at yeah. the leaves. And the then... leaves are what, yeah. You, oh, okay. I watered the plants. See all that water on them? Yeah. Um, it just seems like, I, I, and it may be, I mean, I'm a technician, so I fix things for a living. Um, I'll, I'll come up with a problem and, you know, I'll talk to other technicians about it, trying to figure out what's how to solve this problem it might be say uh have something to do with a roller not pushing a piece of paper the right way Mm -hmm. um and someone will say well it's because this is too tight and 
Um, and lo and behold, they're correct. But I don't understand why they're correct yet. It will drive me crazy until I oh, figure out why yeah. this that being too tight would cause this other problem to happen. Uh, because of that, because because I'm always questioning these things and I insist on understanding why it caused this problem, I rarely forget problems. So 10 years ago, I had a problem with this machine. 10 years later, I have it again, even though I haven't seen it once since then, mm -hmm. I knew immediately what it is because I made sure that I understand why it's having that problem. Um, now I have a technical field. I don't know if you, but, but I think that applies almost everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, especially if you're a guy, you have to work on cars. You gotta, unless yeah. you make enough money to not work on cars. So when your mass airflow sensor has a problem and you hear your car chugging, you at least have some direction to go in and say, well, mm -hmm. uh, it has something to do with the mixture, either either the computer's telling it to mix it incorrectly or it's unable to accomplish what it's trying to do. Yeah. And if you have an understanding of all these things, and if, if you know what you're smelling, if you're smelling, uh, if you've got white smoke coming out of your tailpipe and, and you know that, well, that doesn't smell like fuel, it smells mm -hmm. more like burning uh, antifreeze then you know how it got okay. introduced like, into oh, okay. the Wait a minute. exhaust. Now I'm looking for right. Now we're looking for head gasket, head gasket or a crack or something like that. I I know for men. I think I think it's important that they learn at least you know the simple machines. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember Dad explaining to me once. I said, "Well, okay, if we made this bigger, would it do this?" And he would always say, "All right." Think about if it if we made it a whole bunch bigger. So we had something real small and the other wheel was real big. Now work that in your mind and now you know what it would do for what you it would if do. you made yeah, it bigger. Go, go to the extreme to know. Mm -hmm. But I, I I just mentioned that because Dad taught yeah, me most of what I know about <laughs> fixing stuff. Like well, you know, he always built stuff. He he Yeah. He, had, he was he had this this uh ink uh, mimeograph cylinder cleaner. Well, yeah, mimeograph cylinder cleaner that yeah he built because he had to clean the cylinders as part of his business. He had this he had this hacksaw in the barn that that oh he, yeah he wanted some metal cut. He just locked the metal in with a uh, couple of vice grips and turned the saw on and it would and put a little bit of oil on it and it would just start going and. Exactly when it was done cutting, it had a little switch that it clicked and it turned it off and it was done. <laughs> he, I don't know if he saw someone else with one, but he made the entire thing yeah. with a motor and a and a mm -hmm. a wheel that would turn the pull the saw back and forth. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just always learning about science doesn't necessarily help you do those things but um it certainly helps you understand that there's an order to how things work right and it can I, it can it touches on technology there you know yeah there's no way around that and then things like um 
you know, just the, the, the universe, the stars. Um, I'll tell you what a lot of time, okay, between that and things like physics, when it helps you understand the world better. For example, um, someone who has absolutely no understanding of physics and of things like solar energy, they get fooled into certain things and believing certain things. Um, I mean, for a long time, everybody thought that the oil companies were buying up, uh, were buying up energy saving things and then shelving them so that everybody would keep buying gasoline because everybody thought that we should be done with gasoline cars. Well, now we're, I mean, it's just not true. You know, I'm, you know, that when they had the hydrogen uh, engine, that was, if you understand physics a little bit, you understand that, that, that we are using the gasoline engine because it's a great engine and yeah. uh, it, that's the and cheapest, most efficient that we it. have that that's that we're capable of making right now. Yeah, and it's it's just it works better and it's more efficient than anything we can come Co- up with. Combination of cheapest, cheap, cheap, efficient, and longevity. I mean, look at these yeah. battery cars. Yeah, you can't you can't build them it's terrible to have the same mileage per charge that you can that you're you know, capable of reasonably building a car to have if yeah. you put, you know, a, a reasonable, reasonably big gas tank in it. I remember here and there, you know, dad would come in with a video of some kind of, I don't know, it, it would be like this engine that's supposed to not need any energy, what was capable of doing all this work, a generator. Mm-hmm. And I would look at it and pretty quickly think, well, that's, that's wrong. Yeah. I, just from my knowledge that energy can't be created or destroyed mm-hmm. and things like that. Remember the one where the magnets move back and forth to make the motor go instead of, you know what I mean? There was a one where um, you had something, some kind of turbine going. Mm-hmm. And so generally the magnets are in the same place and they would, uh, but on this one, when you want the magnet to push something, you push it into place and then you pull it out of place when it's done pushing it so that the, I don't know, I, it, oh. it, little things like this, dad would come and watch the video and I would spot him pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, why it won't work. A lot of people get sucked into that. I don't know. I don't know if it even matters. So what? So you get fooled easily and you get excited about an engine that doesn't exist. And okay, we're going to, we're going to make my car run on a glass of water or something like that by using the hydrogen. It just seems like, Things would be better for you if you had a, uh, at least a rudimentary understanding of the world around you, mm-hmm. including things in outer space, 
how far the sun away is, how far away the sun is compared to how far away the moon is, things like that. Yeah, sense and, of scale and stuff like that. And also, it, I think it gives you a better appreciation for God, for for His design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does me anyway. Yeah, I I think I, the science. I, I, I think all the sciences are important. <clears throat> from chemistry to biology, well, just the question of abortion. Mm-hmm. You should know what life is. We should have a definition for it. Yeah. And we should know what a human life is. We should have a definition for that. And that comes from science. Yeah, teach that, right. Yeah, I think the sciences, math, language, and history, I think those are the... I think those are essential. Yeah, I that's the thing. That's I don't that's think you can have would, gone to school if you didn't if you didn't learn those. And then of course religion. Um but that I think that kind of went without saying for both of us, but I think that's yeah. what I what I would if I could go back and do it again with my kids, that's what I would make my core. Yeah. And you know that other stuff <clears throat> those other things, it's not bad to learn them, but mm-hmm. uh, those are the essentials. But things like art, I still don't understand yeah. art. Um, but I mean, I think there, you know, music, there's, there's something good to be done there for art and music for for yeah. those who want it and are inclined and and um, predisposed. Yeah, I mean, why not develop a talent if if suddenly you discover it? Sports, um, why not develop it? Be a well-rounded person. But when Jake was at uh, my son, um, who uh, had the the music scholarship for ISU, and and he plays these complicated classical pieces, and um, he's also the the one of the regular pianists at the uh, church. But anyway, when he was in middle school at this place up in Detroit called U of D Jesuit, uh, the band teacher, and he was in band, he almost got kicked out of band. The band teacher said, look, I've been doing this a long time and Jake is just not musical. Hmm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I, is what where was this when we lived uh, up in uh, Farmington Hills and for a while we had Charlie and Jake at a school called U of D Jesuit University of Detroit Jesuit and they had the what academy, grade was he in hmm? like six what grade se- was six huh? or seventh six or seven because like Charlie was it six or seven yeah Charlie was was in the um I think the high school and Jake was in seventh grade. Did he say that to you or did he say that to Jake? Said it to me, to uh, Terry and me. You know, and it's just kind of funny thinking back because Jake kicks the socks off of most people. Yeah. I, um, I remember I was talking to somebody I worked with and she was describing her high school teachers and how she hated her music teacher from high school because 
her music teacher came out and said, you don't have the talent it takes to be in the music world or something like that. Um, I found out later that this teacher always said it to people she thought had some talent to try to challenge him, I guess. Oh, it was like like a a dare, like, like, yeah, I dare you to to be good at this. Um, (laughs) No, this wasn't his point. That's not what it was. Okay. (laughs) But you, every time somebody says the word pianist, there's a, I know what it sounds like. Okay. Well, there's (laughs) a Saturday Night Live skit. (laughs) I don't want a 12 foot pianist. There's a Saturday Night Live skit where they're they're making movies. They would take they would take a popular movie mm-hmm. and come up with a uh, pornography name for that movie because oh, okay. they're they're recording pornography and they would always copy off of popular movie names mm-hmm. and they're like we need one for the pianist. Hmm. <laughs> they spent like five minutes trying to come up with one for the pianist. I think of that skit every time somebody uses that word. That was back when that that uh, movie about the uh, Holocaust was just made. Oh. Okay, so yeah, I, I think. But let's say you you want to homeschool, and maybe you're like me. I don't. Like I said, seventh grade. I I really think that once you get past, say, fifth or sixth grade, I mean, we're saying that, yes, children do need the history. They do need the science. They do need the math. Mm-hmm. And they do need the language. Yeah. My thing is that once you get past fourth or fifth grade, you don't have to teach it. If you've, oh, right. Okay. So if you're a parent and you're worried and it's like, I don't have what it takes to teach them. I don't know anything about history or science. I don't know algebra. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to, especially nowadays. Mm -hmm. When, uh, I mean, Ronnie had a science teacher who refused to do anything in class. I don't know what they did in class for 45 minutes every day, but all of his his, uh, lectures and stuff were on YouTube videos. She had to go to the YouTube videos and she had trouble understanding something. And I watched the video with her. I didn't understand. I said, well, let's just look up what he's describing and find someone else describing it better. And Mm -hmm. most concepts you can find you can figure out that way you know oh right i don't think parents have to worry about teaching their children at home just because they don't know all these things what they need to to back up right but but they need to worry about uh running their household in a way that they can make sure that their children are learning the things that they think they need to right. learn. Right. Right. You know, there, there's so, a, you can't back off and just say, okay, go do your schoolwork. 
yeah. and leave it So at that. there should be some kind of curriculum, but whether you make it yourself, but a thousand different people have put together a thousand different curriculums. Uh, I'm not saying they're all the same. I'm just saying when you pick out these four subjects, if you make sure they're there, I, I don't think you have to do too much beyond that. Right. Other than making sure they they do the work. Some kind of testing mechanism should usually be there so that you can know whether or not they did the work. Which really, to me, that's all. Explain it to me. Is. Make me understand it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, if you don't know science, then just say, "What'd you learn in science today?" Mm -hmm. Well, I learned, you know, about you know orbits. Well, what's an orbit? Tell me what an orbit is and explain why things orbit. Um, it's it's good for kids to learn this stuff and i think it's i don't think we need schools i mm -hmm. don't i am against the school system the way it is right now i mean if i had a kid go to work for me if i had a second grader come in and and uh work in my warehouse or my factory for six hours a day uh i'd go to jail yeah why are why are they being forced to sit there in a class and learn for six hours, six hours a, day? a day? That's right. This is insane. Mm -hmm. And then when they get home, they still got homework. And they got to pay you. What you do in class all day? Why are you doing it? Them. And why do I have to explain this stuff to you? Didn't the teacher mm -hmm. explain it? I, I think. Yeah, it's very mixed most up people backwards. like Tim Gordon are a hundred percent on that. It it's not going to take six hours a day for the kids to learn these things. What they need um, to learn. It, you know, two or three hours a day probably will do it, especially if you're homeschooling. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the school system at all. Well, uh, I don't have too much more to say on all this stuff. Uh, no, I think we've about covered it. All right. So I guess we'll get into news. I need to make some kind of marker to show that we're doing news now. Oh, so you can add the music? No, because um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to put... You mean for our viewers? No, for me, when I'm looking at the videos trying to edit them mm. to know this is where I started doing news. If I made some kind of change, like I had something sitting here, and when it's gone, that's okay, what I'm doing. that's news. news. There. there you go. Now yeah. we're doing news because the cup's there. And I'll be able to look at that later. Or if I turn this typewriter around. There. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's my royal, uh, antique royal typewriter. Something that belongs uh, in the newsroom. Lux. So, uh, okay, let's talk about news. Uh, and we all know about the mass shooter in Nashville, mm -hmm. Tennessee. Still don't know what her deal I don't know. Is. It seems like the FBI kind of is hiding but the part FBI of it came and took it. Yeah, so the FBI uh, confiscated a manifesto. You know, they only have authority to do that if they call it an act of terrorism. Because a killing, think, even a big one, local cops have jurisdiction. Yeah, I think uh, the FBI has gotten to the point where they kind of do whatever the hell they want and. Nobody can do anything about it right now. Um, 
I I wish some of the local cops would like arrest Push the back. FBI and say, you can't yeah. do this. Get, get out of here. This is mine. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put you in jail. And then the FBI agents would call their bosses and call more FBI agents to arrest all the cops. It'd be a great big fight between the FBI and the local police. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, the whole thing stinks. I don't... Why is this person killing kids and Christians specifically it's a Christian private school right yeah so what what made her think other than the fact that they disagreed with her that's another thing this whole trans thing I mean did you hear about this this trans uh, revenge day day of trans day of vengeance no is that a thing I never heard of that I never heard that Expression. It's supposed to happen April 1st. There's going to be people uh, showing up, I think, at the Supreme Court. Let me see if I can open this. That's on uh, Saturday. That's Saturday. So here's one of the, here's the kinds of signs that that they're showing that they're going to make and bring. So are you able to see that trans I'm still loading trans day of vengeance? There it is. Uh, stop trans genocide, trans genocide, trans. We want more than visibility. April 1st at 11 a.m. Uh, there's going to be something at the courthouse where trans are going to fight for their rights but i i don't understand stop who's, trans genocide who's, who's committing trans genocide yeah, who's killing trans i don't know what that means i i think they mean that if you convince i think this is vengeance against people who have switched and now they're saying that was the worst thing I've ever done in switching back. Maybe. And maybe people making those statements, maybe that's the genocide they're talking about. And maybe those are the people they're going to have vengeance against. I remember as a kid, I would hear dad say, because our, uh, our dad never really drank. I mean, he'd have beer every night, mm -hmm. but yeah, uh, he would... We would talk about some event where we saw one of our uncles or something do something, and he'd always shake his head. He said, you can't talk to drunks. <clears throat> I don't yeah. care how much right you are, you cannot you talk, can't to, talk drunk. to drunks. And of course, since then, I've had to try to talk to drunks, and it's like, no matter what you do, you're angry about something, you drunk guy. What can I do to make it okay for you? And you can't. Yeah. Because he just needs they to be just angry. want to be angry and they want to hurt someone. And I think that's what this is. It's it's like they just want uh, to be angry. They they want to Yeah, they just want you to know, be angry. And <clears throat> they want to hurt someone else over it and blame it for someone someone. People who mutilate themselves are um I think they are just sad and angry. angry yeah 
Yeah. Even even when they put on a, a momentarily cheerful face for a camera somewhere, maybe do an interview or right. something like that. I think the bottom line is they are just plain sad and angry. And I think that's yeah. this is showing that. So the question here is Okay, is this is this lady crazy? Well, we know she's crazy. Well, she's crazy. Is she crazy kids. to the point of not being culpable <clears throat> for well, these not sins? Anymore. She's dead. Yeah, I know. But when when she committed the sin, was she culpable? I think so. I think so too. I, I, I don't. Just, I don't. You know. Are you crazy? Are you culpable for doing things that only a crazy person would do? I mean, if you're crazy, if you've lost touch with reality, <clears throat> if you're schizophrenic, you know, and and you think you think your spouse is trying to kill you because you're so schizophrenic, and you try to defend yourself from them and kill them, are you, are you culpable for murder? <clears throat> I mean, if if it's a case like, <coughs> excuse me. Like a hallucination. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're acting under uh, information that's being fed to your brain, but it's not being fed; it's being manufactured. It's a, you know. Um, in that case, I would say, well, no, maybe not. But if it's you're so crazy that you're making decisions to do things that a normal person would not do. See, a normal person would defend themselves against a deadly aggressor. So when your brain yeah. has the hallucination, oh, that's a deadly aggressor, I need to defend myself against him or her, whatever, and you kill somebody, okay, wait a minute, they weren't really aggressing me, but but I wasn't acting, you know, yeah, I wasn't doing something that an, a, a person would not do. But if you're crazy and you try to say, oh, because I was crazy, I did these things that a person would not do, no, I don't think that flies. Yeah, I'm not talking about as a defense. I'm just wondering about. No, I mean with God. The, yeah, because uh, I mean. It's a moral culpability thing. Yeah. It just. It seems so irrational. Their brain can't have been working correctly. I mean, she did think she was a man, and she thought for some reason that these Christians are trying to keep her from being a man. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell but you we're, what. We're I, encouraging insanity. I think it's, people, we're teaching it. People with these kinds of, of de, you know, let's say they are delusions. Okay, they're delusions. People with these kinds of delusions, though, um, who end up acting on them in, in this kind of way, I don't think they have a delusion, and then that delusion is the the root of all these various bad decisions they make. I think they make a choice to embrace a delusional way of looking at things. Yeah. And that's a rejection of God, and then they're more culpable for everything from there. That's how I see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, now, we don't know their hearts, uh, you know... Right. But remember last week we talked again about 
the president of France, uh, what did he, he rose the age to retire on. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like 62 to 65. To like barely a uh, bump. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah. So this week he gave a speech about it. Uh, there was a riot at the city hall in Bordeaux is set on fire. Hmm. This three weeks in a row, this big deal going on in France because oh. of a three-year difference. Three-year difference in the, in the retirement, retirement age. <laughs> wow. I wonder what, like, if if Those something French really mattered, really what they would do. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, what if you try to raise it to, to seventy or seventy-five, which is maybe a little more reasonable in today's world? Yeah. Because I mean. Heck, our dad, he's still trying to work. He can't do it, but yeah. he he never stopped trying to work. It just slowly got slower and slower to where he, you know, not able to. But if, if you give him a job, he'll try to do it. Um, and he's 80-something. Mm-hmm. He was the world's... 37, so he's 85. No, 86. 80, 86. 86 or seven, this, or eight. this year. I don't know. He's old. Uh, the world's first rocket made by extensive 3D printing makes its first launch, but fails to reach orbit. Oh. Now, when I don't, I don't, is, is, they're saying extensive 3D printing. Does that mean everything was made with 3D printers or? A lot. I think it just means a lot. Why would I mean? It seems like uh, like I don't. It think seems they like kind of like novelty. Like, yeah. why would you do that anyway? Why make an entire rocket out of three D printing? Maybe it's great that you can do the three D printing, but three D printing has a very specific use in mm -hmm. the manufacture of various things. Why not just stick to that? And so, if you need the shell of the rocket, why? printed when you've got sheet metal that you can just do it with you know well it it could like it because it's be not like those... you're going to have a 3d printer print something and then go print another one it's like you got to print this part print this part somebody's got to put them all together right because they're all made out of different things but i think it's i think the point here when when people do it, it's it's a little bit of a stunt but the idea is to kind of push the boundary of people's thinkings uh, about what can be yeah. 3D printed. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand what's being 3D printed mm -hmm. nowadays uh, and what kind of things it can do for different types of industries. Uh, the World Athletics, which is an organization that uh, kind of um, kind of rules on things with track and stuff uh, okay. bans trans women who have gone through male puberty from competing in female events but I guess that if you had a male from the start and he was prevented from going through puberty he could That's... Uh, compete in the female okay. event what, what happens? Does he just stay a little boy? 
I don't know. If I don't you, know what puberty blockers. Puberty blockers. Actually, I don't understand. I don't know how they work. What what they actually do. I know they're evil. Yeah. Uh, you you don't need to like back to our discussion today. You know, I don't need to know the details of how they work to know that they're evil. Yeah. <coughs> uh, let's see. Twenty six people killed through a series of violent tornadoes in Mississippi. Hmm. Uh, Joe Biden declares it uh, emergency for the state of Mississippi. Um, again, I I never ever thought that man could actually control the weather, but I'm seeing I'm seeing wind in my area that I've never seen in my entire life. Oh, mm-hmm. every week there's a new windstorm. <clears throat> To the point where it's blowing shingles off the house and stuff. Wow. I've seen windstorms, mm-hmm. but not every week, over and over again. I And there's... I think... Okay, I think maybe they figured out how to make storms. They can't control <laughs> them, but they can make them. They can cause them. And, I don't know. I'm still skeptical. Okay. And I think that this is going to be... See... This is what climate change did. Now suddenly, oh, starting now this year, now we're having a whole bunch of tornadoes, and it's like, well, why did it wait until this year? Yeah, I don't know. I about mean, the we're cleaner now than we were thing, ten though. years ago. Because you know, huh? back back in, uh, you need a, a warm front and a cold front. I mean, I know, but I, I remember in, in uh, I forget about what year it was. Um, I think I was in high school and our dad said something. I don't know where he got it. I don't even know if it's true. It might not be. Um, yeah. That it probably isn't without some kind of qualification and manipulation. But he said that mm-hmm. he read that from when they started counting them to uh, the year that the Roe v. Wade decision happened. Yeah. There were like, I, I I think the numbers are an average of about 150 tornadoes per year in the United States. Since that year, up to the time when our dad was telling me this, he said that there were no fewer than like 700 per year in the United States. Yeah. So I guess, but, and you know, when I drive, I mean, I drive, um, once in just, just around here, like I might drive South in Indiana or, or, you know, need to drive up to Michigan or something, whatever. And yeah. I go through areas where there's trees and stuff. And it, it seems like, it seems like all the time I, I see new evidence of recent tornadoes. So well, I, I don't know that it's necessarily a new thing that we're, that we have a lot of tornadoes. I think they just happen a lot. Yeah, I, I guess there are. Yeah, I mean, it's just I've never seen this much wind in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually when we get a windstorm, it's it's usually either a hurricane or a set of storms that hit much harder somewhere else. Oh, right, like, right. Uh, you know, it'll hit the, the eastern seaboard 
and then come up and as it gets to Ohio, it winds down to where it's just a really big windstorm. Mm -hmm. Usually that's what windstorms are for us. Sometimes they come from the West. Usually they're thunderstorms when they come from the West though. And yeah. you know, usually they have a tornado somewhere in Indiana. The tornado wears itself out by the time it gets to Ohio. So there are a lot of more tornadoes out where you live than there are where I live. Um, three people are killed by heavy snow and rainfall in Afghanistan. So it's tornadoes in Mississippi, snowfall snow in Afghanistan, Afghanistan, in the mm -hmm. desert. Uh, Vladimir Putin announces that Russia will station tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus in oh. July. <clears throat> These, it, this will be the first time that Russian nuclear weapons have been deployed abroad since 1996. But I don't know why they're saying deployed. They're, what yeah, because deploy? I guess you, deployed just means. I guess I thought that meant sent and like. Yeah, I I, I would think of used. deployed as as like. Um. Launched. <laughs> That's what I would think. But maybe they just mean like deploy, like placed, like like you know, you deploy troops. You're placing mm -hmm. them somewhere. Twenty-one Venezuelan government officials and businessmen are arrested in an anti-corruption probe mm -hmm. uh, targeting the state oil company and cryptocurrency. So. I, I just this I found this odd because Venezuela is known for yeah it's like they're they they it's just one corrupt state the whole thing is corrupt ubiquitous there from top to bottom mm -hmm. why these twenty one guys specifically in the oil company right after Joe Biden decided to buy oil from Venezuela mm -hmm. I don't this makes me scratch my head yep uh, asteroid. 2023 DZ2 makes close pass. It goes between Earth and the Moon. This huh. is a pretty big one. Wow. Uh, you know, wow. That's... They say between 40 and 90 meters in diameter, but I would think they could narrow it down. You especially passing I would think that we close. had equipment to be able to narrow it down. Yeah. yeah. But I'm seeing between 40 and 90 meters came within. Uh, 175 kilometers of Earth. What's 175 kilometers? When 175,000 kilometers. I'm sorry. Yeah, that makes more sense. 175 kilometers is barely a kilometers. So that's uh, about 109,000 miles. Mm -hmm. um, about 100,000 miles. So I, I guess it's it's odd to have a bit, and this is a big one that's big enough to say destroy a whole city. Mm -hmm. It's odd to have a big asteroid go between the moon and the Earth. The moon protects us so well from things like asteroids and meteors, um, as does Saturn and Jupiter. Mm -hmm. um, but. And, and this is going to come back in 2026. 
and we weren't in danger this time. We're not going to be in danger that time. I wonder how far out they can predict huh. where it's going to be. So is this just on an on an orbital path that that it's like going around the sun, and its orbit is is very close to Earth's? I guess so. It, it, I mean, why is this a a uh, asteroid and not a comet? If well, it's comets, orbiting the sun and it's passing between, it's passing Earth toward the sun. Of course, maybe it's not. Oh, it's okay. So it's not. It doesn't just have. A, I, I was thinking like it just has an orbit that's real close to Earth's. Like, like it has an yeah, or, I don't orbit know. shaped like Earth and a few hundred thousand miles out further orbiting further or something. Orbiting the, the sun. The you sun. Mean? Yeah. Just okay. like all the asteroids between Mars and Jupiter, they have a, an orbit around the sun yeah. between Mars's and Jupiter's orbit. This would just have an yeah. orbit that's almost almost like right on top of Earth's orbit or something. But it must be somewhat elliptical. No, not so necessarily. Just, just like Earth's is. If it's closer to the sun, and every now and then the moon is closer to the sun. Right. The moon's on that side of us, then it and it pass just passes through. between us. Okay, or if it's further from sense. the sun, same thing. Right. Okay. If that's uh, what trains, it is. Yeah. Train transporting uh, hazardous materials. See, they're saying hazardous materials derails in North Dakota. Again? Uh, Another one? Yeah. 31 out of 70 train uh, cars were damaged. Doesn't say how many were actually thrown off the track. But this is Canadian Pacific. But it's saying that the what spilled was liquid asphalt. I don't. Would you call that hazardous? Mm. Liquid asphalt. I mean, isn't that like? So Bishop Snyder's saying, go ahead and disobey the order to uh, stop saying mass. I just, if if a priest's faculties have to come from the bishop. How can that even work? Even if it's a bad bishop. But we're in such unprecedented times. You know, never before did bishops uh, launch any kind of crusade against the mass. Especially, never before have, have we had, I'm sure we've had as bad bishops and as bad popes, but not who, mm -hmm. who who moved who, who who made laws against the sacraments so I, I just don't know what to think about this yeah, yeah. speaking of which I guess yeah, this, this is it's kind of um, it is a little bit unprecedented was this well, it'll at least open up a conversation hopefully. around the Vatican, and uh, bishops can two start things. First up. of all, around the Vatican, uh, like thirty different signs went up promoting the Latin Mass and asking it to be liberated. Uh, billboards promoting the liberty of the Latin Mass erected around the Vatican. Around thirty billboards. I'm not sure who put them up 
I guess like I mean there's signs? a lot of people. Yeah. Um Oh wow. Also the Vatican <laughs> turned off all its lights for an hour for Earth hour. Earth hour. Some private I don't I don't individual who had like some that. money. <clears throat> yeah. When I mean for the our past three podcasts were interviews what is with that? um it's so dumb. Randall Terry and when you're in a movement, it's like the real people in a movement don't do things for symbolic just because of their symbolism. You know, they went and blocked the abortion industry or the abortion clinics in order to stop abortions. I'm going to put my body here so that you can't bring that. You yeah, know, right, and right. There's just a... Let's stand in front of uh, the abortion mill yeah. for one hour and and during that think day, that it, I mean, babies didn't you die. protest, but just these weird, these weird symbolic things that people do nowadays. It's like Rush Limbaugh described. It's always symbolism over substance. It never does anything. It just seems like it does something. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So the House Committee. I guess this is the committee yeah. run by Jim Jordan found no legitimate basis for the DOJ to target conservative parents who were showing up at school meetings and stuff and found that the Biden administration misused federal law enforcement and counterterrorism resources for political purposes. But th- there's this report that says this, but I mean, it's it's we're back to this. Who cares? We all knew he did it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Why why isn't <clears throat> is anything going to come of it? <clears throat> we're going after the I DOJ mean, officials who carried it out. <clears throat> why isn't why is that someone going to jail? It's all it's more of the same. I mean, why aren't like, we removing yeah, we knew he from did office that. with that? So now there's a report. I it's nice that there's a report that says it, but. We always knew it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So remember the Wisconsin mm-hmm. law that would force priests that, to break the seal of confession. There was that priest who mm-hmm. uh, endorsed it. Uh, the archbishop there has stripped him of his faculties to hear confessions. So that's good. Oh, okay. That good that an archbishop is weird priest. Yeah. Taking the right step. Well, yeah, I mean, because right. certainly I, I would not go to confession him. <laughs> I can't imagine who would. Um, a judge temporarily blocks a Wyoming law that banned abortion from conception. I, more of this happening. It's happening everywhere. All these judges are way out of control. And... <clears throat> Yeah, and I think it's time for the jurisdictions to just, you know, I don't care what the judge said. This is the law. We're going to enforce the law. If the person we arrest doesn't like it, then plead your yeah, case in I, court and have your case adjudicated. Ignore the, the concept of a judge blocking a law. I don't even think that should be acknowledged yeah. by uh, law enforcers. Let's see. How many counties are in the U.S.? In 
3,000 counties, 3,006 counties in the United States. I would love mm -hmm. to see just one county do this and say, we don't care. This is the law here in this county yeah. or in this state, and we're going to enforce it. Mm -hmm. Just this one state, county. We're, we're I mean, as, as brave as these uh, FBI agents are getting, where they're, they're breaking all kinds of laws, uh, why doesn't a few locals yeah. try it? See what happens. I don't know. I guess nobody wants to be the first. Yeah. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't even be breaking the law. You would be enforcing the law, but you'd be <clears throat> breaking precedent by ignoring this judge. Yeah. Running a foul of a uh, judge, yeah. Radically pro-abortion Biden claims to like babies better than people. Oh, okay, so Biden was doing some kind of speech, and I guess there was a baby crying. And at one point he says, that's all right, we like babies. You don't have to oh. worry about it. And then he said... As a matter of fact, I like babies better than people. So I guess he doesn't realize that babies are people. <laughs> babies aren't people. <laughs> yeah. I like babies better than people. I mean, uh, they're not people, so we can kill what them. If he said that about like, I like them like better than people. people or something. <laughs> yeah, I like blacks better than people. Yeah, that's okay. I like blacks better than people. <laughs> uh we touched on this last week, and I don't have a whole lot to add other than Utah becomes the first state to require parental consent for children to use social media, adding that uh, mm -hmm. any addiction, financial, physical, or emotional harm suffered as a consequence of using their platforms uh, is something suable. But I don't, I still don't understand. I mean, mm to the platform <clears throat> I don't understand how uh, how they would go after it how would how would someone in Utah go after Twitter I, I mean, don't understand the inf Twitter has no control in Utah I don't know yeah I don't know how that works with with those kinds of situations like so the only presence, let's say the only presence of Twitter in Utah is through, you know, the the lines yeah. that carry the signals that are owned by, you know, the telephone companies or whatever. Um, so somebody files a lawsuit in the state of Utah against Twitter, but Twitter is not a person of the state of Utah. So yeah, how how does that work? I don't know. And then I don't, I don't even on know how top that stuff of that... Uh, Arkansas Timothy and Gordon Virginia passed bills time. to protect minors from online pornography, uh, from exposure to online pornography. Okay. But That's again, good. it's the same sort of thing where mm -hmm. where they'll be subject to civil liability for damages resulting from minors who access pornography. But if if What's one of the porn sites like porn? Yeah, a court. Porntube.com. How a are they going to in Arizona says that whatever, and uh, so that says, oh, okay, this court orders you to pay whatever, but none of the people yeah. who are part of that live in, and the the company's not if it's a company, um, it's not chartered in Arizona. How I is that possibly gonna, enforceable? 
Okay, so so now maybe the officers of that company better not actually travel. I wonder Arkansas if that's how it might works. Be arrested or something like that. I mean, but other than that, you I, know, I don't know. Our mom was. Uh, Let's see, she was arrested in Indiana, and I can't remember if she was sentenced to do something like like go to jail for a week, or if she just didn't show up for her... For some reason, though, yeah, was she was wanted in Indiana she for a while. She just didn't show up. Um, yeah. Which... Yeah, Indiana police didn't come yeah. to Ohio I mean, that to had get a, her. A, they just... We didn't go to Indiana for a little while. So... Right. I, I I wonder if that's going to be the case. And there is such a thing as as like yeah. people well, being wanted uh, McCarrick, in certain states. McCarrick was arrested, but in, not in others. Where was it? Missouri so, or yeah. Mississippi? Somewhere like that, because one of the crimes didn't have a statute of limitations, and they were able and they waited for him to go to that state, and then they arrested him, and now he's in jail. I don't think he was extradited from anywhere right. else. I think they had to wait till he went there. So maybe that's right. the kind of no. thing that's going to happen. Of course, so like Twitter and all these other companies will hire certain people to go to their state. But so when they go to that state and they're like, oh, we've got a Twitter officer here. Let's arrest them. They arrest them. But that officer doesn't have money or access to Twitter's money. All they can do is put him in jail for a while. They can't make him pay any yeah, kind of civil. Yeah, or like the board of directors maybe immediately uh, convenes yeah. and fires that officer. Yeah, it, no, he's not our officer anymore. He's fired. Okay, so now he's not an officer of Twitter anymore. I don't. I think. I, th I don't know if they've thought these things out. Yeah, I don't know about it's... how they would work, or if they're just if this is for show or. I think they should. I wonder if, if, if yeah, because the condits are attorneys. I wonder if any of them that we kind of are still in touch with might be able to yeah. explain to us sometime how. You that know works. who else is an attorney? I might be able to get in contact with. You know, remember Matterns? He's an attorney. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, he's an attorney too. Pee-wee's dealing with him right now. I might ask Pee-wee to ask him for me if if he even he would want to come here and explain okay. this to us because we've been wondering he this for a out. while. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, yeah, have him on the remember show. Remember the Israeli bill that was they were pushing to throw Christians in jail who just tried to evangelize. That's the been dropped for a while. Mm -hmm. So. We'll see what happens there. Um, okay. House Republicans pass a parents' bill of rights to combat the left-wing ideology in schools, um, and I, I things like parents have to be able to see their kids' curriculums. Uh, if if employees oh. of a school are going to start calling a boy or girl, parents have to be notified and stuff like that. Yeah, um, they have to tell parents. This is the kind of stuff that, that stuff. really matters. And this is where schools should be held liable. When you got a kid committing suicide because he mm -hmm. thinks he's a boy, when she's a girl, and and 
Yeah, and the school encouraged this sort of behavior and the parents weren't notified. Yeah, someone should pay for that. Not only the, the school, you should be able to sue the school and individually any of yeah. the teachers, yeah. counselors, etc. that went along with it. Uh, so Scotland's first um, first non-white minister their their new first minister first minister is a, is seat, a thing and it's the first time a non-white was elected to be first minister oh yeah. so it's their now, first he's non-white first supposed minister. to be muslim <laughs> but he's they're talking about him eliminating abortion restrictions and codifying LGBT rights, which that's not Muslim. That doesn't yeah, sound very Muslim. I know either. they're not for LGBT rights. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think they believe don't in abortion either. Unless, unless it's an infidel, then we, you know, anything goes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there were some. Okay, back on this Trans Day of Vengeance. Twitter went through to try to eliminate anyone promoting it, I guess. Because it, it is promotion of violence. Um, oh, okay. But several mm -hmm. major conservatives commented on the Trans Day of Vengeance, and they were also eliminated. I think it's, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's just because, yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Twitter should just I leave it alone I mean, and not worry okay, about it. Them, but we already know that. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. People talk about it. So, I mean, Let people they, talk. I mean, but here again, we've got people saying, okay, you're going to be liable for things that my kids do. So if my kids hear about this trans day of vengeance and they that somehow causes them harm because they buy into it. But I don't know. Well, that's 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 where the tightrope is. Either either they're going to be liable, or they're not going to interfere. It has to be one of those two. It can't be both. Of them. Yeah. I don't know. And then Pope Francis is hospitalized after reported heart problems. I I don't know what to say about this. I mean, we can always hope. I'm sorry, I don't want him to be Pope anymore. He's been the worst Pope we've ever had. Um, I'm ready for it. If this heart problem turns into something else, then it does. And I'm not going to apologize for looking forward to that happening. Well, whatever it is, it's, uh, you know, it's in God's I hand. I, I, hope his, I, I, I hope and pray for the salvation of his yeah. soul, but so I don't want him to be hopefully, Pope anymore. That's where we'll I am. See what happens. Um, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, I got. I did you get my email? I thought I sent second. it. My email stuck. Come on, work. Yeah. All right, got it. Yeah. Oops. I got to refresh. Okay. Oh, there it is. All right. So these I. So I guess 
somebody uh, in um, <clears throat> where was it? In uh, Amsterdam, meatballs of like some. I guess they got some DNA from a woolly mammoth or something like that and lab grew meat that they now have as a meatball. A woolly so mammoth, mammoth meatball. meatball. So, okay, this goes back to, I, I'll bet this was like 3D printed or something. Maybe not. But, I mean, we are printing Well, that's the other thing I was wondering because stuff. that's biologicals maybe printing yeah. is a is not the best way to and this call, could have been say what this is but it is but apparently it's yeah so did they only make one uh i think like are so they far, serving them can we have some can i eat one can you eat one yeah tech tree isn't available to eat yet. The startup says it is meant to fire public debate about cultivated meat. Oh, more of that. Yeah, because yeah, you know, like, Bill Gates wants us to not grow meat anymore. He wants to cultivate meat. That is... Cult- uh, cultivate meat cells outside of animals. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I wouldn't eat it yeah, I, other than being I able to eat, eat woolly mammoth meat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. But I'm not going to... can do you can't, this... You'll never convince me that that's going to taste as good as a cow. But why can't they find a way to revive and raise woolly mammoths? And then we can just... Yeah, well, let's meat. just make a woolly mammoth. And then we'll be able to eat real woolly mammoth and meat. That's right. That'd be awesome. It probably tastes really rough. I can't imagine elephants yeah. tasting good. I've never yeah, tried it. <laughs> Hmm. All right. So, uh, a a con artist who would pose as agents or editors or whatever and make off with manuscripts from famous authors. (laughs) Never resold them, didn't publish them, just collected them. So, okay, wait a minute. She would. It's she a he. Would, he I don't think that he? I don't think that woman is is it. I think that woman is maybe one of the authors. Okay. Maybe, maybe so, I'm wrong. Maybe Margaret Atwood. Yeah, she's Atwood, and she's she one would, of the authors, I guess, who was duped. Pull a, a con job where she convinces somebody to give her one of the original manuscripts that she wrote. No. Is that what? No. She's one of the authors who was conned. Yeah. The man, the man whose name is Filippo or whatever, he would pose as an editor. Hey, I'm here to pick up your manuscript. He would go to like somebody like her and say, hey, I'm here to pick up your manuscript. And she would hand it over and then he would just have it and go home and collect them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then these books never get, well, I guess... 
I guess they. I mean, if they had another copy of the manuscript, yeah. they they could or something, you know. But right. if it's somebody who like only like did it on a typewriter or whatever, yeah. I mean, Ethan who uses Hawk. typewriters anymore? Ethan Hawke, really? I didn't think he was an author. High-profile authors like Margaret Atwood and Ethan Hawke. I didn't Ethan know Hawk. Ethan Hawke wrote I thought, anything. I wonder. I thought what, he was just an actor. I thought he was just the guy in Gattaca. Gattaca. Um, well, I guess we'll... Uh, someday, someday I'm going to be able to come on this show and describe a con that I pulled off concerning authors, but not yet. <laughs> Got to make it worth whatever uh, jail time you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someday. All right, this one... <clears throat> This next one, I, I mean, I love fish stories, um, but the pictures aren't coming up. I don't know if you can get the pictures to come up or not. I'll see if I can. But it's uh, one of those like super deep sea angler fish that apparently washed up on the surf. Okay, I, I can see a video of in one, but I can. Oh, there we go. I, this is this is. You've already done this. Look how big that is. That looks a lot smaller in the pictures, doesn't it? Oh, you know what? I might have already done this. Shoot, I should have looked We've at the We've already done this once. I hate the But the pictures do the come they, up. Uh, and this is the first time we did it on video so that people could see oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know? But so this is the angler fish. This is what it looks like when it's laying on the sand and you find it. Look how, uh, look how big and, and round that is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish, okay. Why don't they put a I, finger I I, or a dollar bill or something next to it so we can see it? You to know? show you the, the sense of scale. Yeah. And then I think uh, let's get a video of one. Okay. There we. There's an angler fish. Mm -hmm. They look very uh, ungraceful. It is also known as the black sea duck. Lives in the deep. You know, like. like <laughs> I'm moving along. They don't even look like like they should exist. They look like something yeah, they like, like, like the heads or something like a that. Helmet or something. <laughs> yeah. It's a helmet. It's a fish with a helmet. That's what it looks like. But the, if you look at the angle, the, if you look at the bait, mm -hmm. does it not look so big that any fish that's going to go after it? Um, would be too big for the fish to eat. You know what I mean? Picture a fish that can that can look at the uh, the bait and think of it as food. So this part right here, fish, or is it just these little listen. glowing pieces? It, it's maybe I the think it's glow. just. Yeah, I think it's just that they glow and other fish come swim around to see what it is yeah. and then they eat them. I think that's all it is. That doesn't does look real. That just looks unreal. Yeah, that is the weirdest looking. It looks like... Huh. Fish or a squid swims up, it is quickly inhaled by the Okay. Alright, and that is okay, so yeah, sorry about the repeat folks. Sometimes I forget to check the dates in in these these yeah. news places with the weird uh, stories that I find yeah. on them. 
They, they, they do repeat stuff. You know what we haven't had in a long time? What? It's a Walmart story. Yeah, I haven't seen a Walmart story. I wonder well, if Walmart, Walmart is like suppressing them or something like that. Because we haven't had one in a long time. Okay, so we're going to do something <clears throat> different today. If we're going to do oh, okay. the trivia... Um, on it. I can't remember what it's called now. Is Google a, has a new, a new AI? AI system. It's specifically mm -hmm. Google's. Um, and oh. I've been invited to be a beta trier, so... Um, oh, it's because you use the other one so much. No, I hardly use it at all, really. But I... I well, you do to, a lot of pictures. So oh, that's right. You do a lot of pictures with the AI picture I, stuff. I wonder, no, I just I, wonder I use they... Google a lot. Well, there's that. Meet Bard. But Bard is what it's, it's called. Okay. Bard? Bard. B-A-R-D. Okay. It's supposed Bard. to help you like write stories. The Bard. Oh, that's why I it's the Bard. If, I wonder if I go to AI Bard. No. I don't know. Help you write stories? Anyway, we're going to use that instead of the GT AI that I've been using. Well, we'll see what it does. <clears throat> Let me if know I can you're get there. The roll. Oh, okay. Did you sign up I've, yet? Yeah, I've already. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Okay. So. I'm going to make sure this is working properly. What color is Danny's hair? Danny Gonzalez has brown hair. All right. He's going to tweet that he thinks his hair is a beautiful brown. Okay. So, well, it is answering me. Give an so answer. Okay. All right. Let me Roll share the, the screen. Wait a minute. Yeah, share the screen. If Ooh, I share the six. screen, is it going to give away personal information? You know, I never thought about this. Um. Well, I mean, we tell people our names. Whoops. That's you can share just an app, though. Whoops. I'm accidentally sharing my email now. All right, let me try this again. No, that's not what I wanted. How come I can't share? Bard. All right. All right, we're ready for a question. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to wait till it pops up here. I can't see it yet. There it is. You okay. can't see it? Okay. There we go. Now I can. All right, so we rolled a six. Six is just general. And the question okay. is, what was the new commandment that Jesus gave? I know it. Um, the new commandment that Jesus gave, I don't know if they're talking about what I say, turn the other cheek, or if... Like that. Okay. There was... There was like a there was like big three one. Of them, wasn't there? Well, there's you know turn the other cheek, and if a man makes you 
you know, walk a mile, go with him too. And that kind of stuff. But there's kind yeah. of a big one that, uh, that was like really foreign to Oh, okay. It was love your enemies and do yeah. good to those That's who what are was... you. Okay. So let's, let's see, see what, what this one comes up with. The bard says. <clears throat> the new commandment is love one another as I have loved you. Also love, you are also to love one another. No, it didn't, know. Okay. I I mean, maybe maybe that is, maybe that's the new commandment they're talking he about. He did give know. that commandment, but he said, he I give you a that. new commandment, love your enemies, do good to those who persecute you. Jesus' new commandment is to love everyone, even our enemies. This is okay. commandment is difficult to follow, but uh, the foundation of Christianity. But see, they're not. They're going from not quite John the foundation of thirteen thirty four. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, I think they got this wrong. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying, they're saying that the new commandment is to love one another. But that's not what new commandment we were given. No, I mean, we were, he said love one another. Well, you know what? That's what they've got here, too. Love one another. Oh. Uh, in fact, they've got John. So their answer on the Bible trivia card is wrong. But really, I think the new commandment is love your enemies. That's yeah. That's what's new. Love one another was always there because... Yeah, everybody loved. They were already neighbors to each other in the sense that they were all part of of this community that Jesus was was. Let's forming. look at the Bible gateway. And uh, the Old Testament and, already had love your neighbor. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to Dewey Reams. A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. Okay. Well, okay. That you also love one another. So it, maybe, maybe we got it a little what bit was wrong. That? Then. 13, uh, 34. Uh, that was 34. Yeah. Um, yeah. By this shall all men know you are my dis- disciples if you have love for one another. Okay, I, I guess I was wrong there, but I would have, I would have okay. called it "turn the other cheek." Maybe love your enemy and do good to those who hurt you. So, like, yeah, like I'm looking. But why Luke, is that a new command? Luke twenty, Luke six. Okay, so he get, he gave this command in um, the context of the Beatitudes. <clears throat> Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom. See, that's the thing. They took that out of this Bible. It says, he said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. But the real uh, quote is, Blessed are the poor in spirit. No, there's one that Although, he says poor, 
And 196. Oh, and one spirit. Okay. The porn spirit is probably Matthew. Sermon on the Mount and Sermon on. Sermon so these are the else. blessings and woes. So he has the blessings and then he has woes. woes. Woe to you that are full now. Woe to you that laugh now. Woe to you when all men speak well of you. Yeah. But I say to you that here, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. And then he does turn the other cheek and all that kind of stuff. So I don't understand. Hold on. Okay, so the new commandment yeah, is love one another. You. you shall seek me, as I said to the Jews, whether I go, you cannot come. So I say to you now, a new commandment I give to you. Why, why is this okay. suddenly a new commandment? What was the context here? Is this, this is John. You know, but, John's the only gospel I have But he said a new read. commandment. Yeah, he did yeah. say, here's a new commandment. Who's he talking to at this time? Okay, see, here's here's the content. This is Matthew. You have heard it said. You have heard that it was said, "You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy." But I say to you, and that's why I would take this as new: love your enemies, pray yeah. for those who persecute you. That's Matthew. Yeah. Um, okay, so. <clears throat> So maybe the new commandment is, because he says, love one another as I have loved you. And the reason that's new is because even in the Old Testament, um, you know, like loving your neighbor even, for example, um, did not include giving your life for somebody. Yeah, because this is... This is at the Last Supper, uh, and Jesus, knowing that his hour was come, that he should pass out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, I guess he's talking about the apostles, he loved mm -hmm. them unto the end. And then he, he preaches for a while, and then he finally says, and I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Right. Uh, you know, th this is like his goodbye, you know. And he's, I think he's saying, look, there's a storm coming. You guys need each other. I don't know. Well, also, I think it's more than that because isn't that where he also says, you know, this is how people shall know you are mine, that you love yeah. one another. Yeah. Um. Because I always think it's interesting, and people people either make light of this or want to slough it off because they, they okay, I, I don't want to be heard to say something I'm not saying. Yes, as Christians, we should love everybody. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> we should not love everybody necessarily to the same degree or in the same way. And... Jesus is clearly making here a special provision for how that love places and manifests when we're talking about our relationships with other Christians. 
Yeah. As opposed I mean, to other people in the world who are not Christians. And and I think that's where he's shown is that, you know, he's not saying people will know you are mine because you love them. He's saying people will know you are mine because you love each other. Yeah. Um, if you look at, okay, the, the left loves to split us into groups. Um, mm-hmm. And their favorite group is race. I don't know why. They think we should all be split up into white and black and whatever. But these groups that that really the left kind of create, they don't create them. They are there, but they don't mean anything as a group. But they're superficial until the left wants to assign meaning, impose meaning on them. if, if, uh, If this group exists and... And the left identified as a group of white people. And a guy walks up to me and says, can I borrow a dollar? I don't give him a dollar because he's white. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think black people would give another guy a chance or a bigger chance just because he's black. I think those groups are, like you said, superficial. But if I'm at church and the guy approaches me, you know, as I'm coming out and say, hey, can I borrow a buck? Uh, he's like in my parish and everything. Yeah. I'll he's like, yeah. Part buck. of the prayer. It's like, well, here, do you need 10? Yeah. So there's that. And the, that, that mm-hmm. we would have special consideration for each other because we are actually united as a group here instead of just yeah, this in Christ superficial race or na- even nationality you know because there's plenty of americans i dislike i guess there's christians i dislike but there's no real christians i dislike yeah i dislike pope francis but he's not a real christian so it's okay oh well well, it would even be okay to dislike real Christians. You still have to love them. Yeah, that is true. Okay, well, I think that's all we got this week. All right. Hey, well, well hey, folks, how about that? The the AI uh, was smarter than we were this time. Yeah, yeah, and it was Google's <laughs> AI. Uh, well, folks, think about what we said, and as always, go raw and circle the beads. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.